1: And together they are... Oh, my God. Don't read it out loud. Don't read it out loud. Gay of <laughs> Thank you to everybody who welcomed us back so warmly last week after our hiatus. Oh, that was so sweet. Yeah, it was nice.
0: There were so many nice messages and everyone was so uh, just uh, lovely and and kind and it felt like a a family reunion.
1: Oh, nice. I've never had a family reunion. Really? Yeah, we're a pretty small family.
0: You're probably lucky for it. Like you don't have to deal with the random relatives that explain to you why Fox News is correct or why, you know, there's that, that whole aspect. But you do miss out you ha- you will miss out on like the mac salad plates and the um the sheet cake, the Costco sheet cake.
1: <laughs> hmm, I could just get those things though and enjoy them uh in solitude. Just sit on the sheet cake and shovel mac salad in my face. Go to town you know? on cam. Of course. My only <laughs> <dance>. <laughs> Somebody's probably into that. I shouldn't even put that out into the world because I mean, not me necessarily, but I'm sure sitting on cake is a thing.
0: It is. It's that that's like a real thing. Oh god. Like it's like it's uh it's a is it cake farts? That's a song. Someone did a song about that where you fart on cakes. But then there's sitting there's it's a thing. There's sitting on cakes is a thing for some people. As is balloons, you know, lunars. <sighs> you know that?
1: Society has gone too far. <laughs> You know what? Here's, here's my, here's 2023. I know we're a month in. Yeah, I'm getting heated. I'm tired of this. Don't yuck my yum. I think a lot of yums should be considered yucks and deserve to be yucked. I say, let's shame more kinks. That's, okay.
0: that's your float at Pride.
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that says like big rainbow letters. <laughs> that's right. Let's, let's shame more. I'm for kink shaming.
0: <laughs> okay? <laughs> Sorry. So, cake sitting is anathema in your in your Pride. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just, I, look okay i realize it's a slippery slope if this is if this kink is shamed how how soon before they shame everything right whatever <laughs> you know what if you're like honey guess who got some duncan hines <laughs> oh wow it's funfetti today <laughs> And you fucking take your pants off i guess and like plop down on a sheet cake and i'm furiously jerking off come on <laughs> man come
0: on we're better than that as a species now sit on a balloon like a normal person thank you i don't know i'm old it just makes me feel old we made it about two minutes (laughs) before andy rooney started screaming about cake sitting
1: you know what you know i was thinking about stevie wayne the other day because i'm always thinking about stevie
0: Wayne. oh all the time
1: uh and i you know once again i had those feelings of like god i would love to be stevie wayne like give me my lighthouse radio station yes but then i actually for once did a little self-policing and i was like i don't think you can Stacey, because i would play like one song and then without you there to temper me or anybody around if i'm just like up in a lighthouse which is gonna drive anybody crazy anyway (laughs) I play one song and then i would just talk for like eight hours <laughs> and it would be andy rudy gone wild
0: it's honestly i am i am seeking funders <laughs> if you are listening to this show and you want to invest in trapping stacy in a lighthouse with a radio antenna and broadcasting equipment please message me <laughs>
1: God, I would somehow grow like a big ZZ top beard. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I don't think it would be good. I,
0: I, you have, so this is even when you first emailed me about doing Gaylords, you know, you would like, you like, you had the podcast pitch and you even mentioned in there like, oh, I've, 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 I've always imagined like a final girl after dark or like a, it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's me as Stevie Wayne. And you are absolutely right. That's unachievable for you. (laughs) It
1: is. (laughs) I need you to be like, you've been talking about sitting on cakes for three hours. (laughs) When we talk about the movie. Because otherwise it would just be like me. Like in the dark. Sun would come up, sun go down. Sun come up, sun go down. I'm just like. I just don't understand why people want to sit on cakes. (laughs) Don't you get. You can cake in places
0: While pirate leper ghosts are are murdering the village folk. (laughs) Like please, Stacy
1: Please can you talk about the eerie fog that's rolling in? Help the people survive. Not while people are enjoying kinks that I personally don't enjoy.
0: I want this for you.
1: No, thank you.
0: I mean, most mainly for me, but also for you.
1: No, I'm sorry if anybody out there enjoys cake sitting. Whether you sit on the cakes yourself or you just furiously masturbate while someone else is sitting on the cake. I say consider eating the cake. Anyway, none of my business. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's the back of the float says dot dot dot, but none of my business. (laughs)
1: But who am I to judge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then they get really angry when they see me coming down the street. But then as I go, they say, well, okay, I see who's hiding it. She's multifaceted. That's right.
0: It's complicated. She's a
1: coat of many colors.
0: Yep. Just like Dolly's saying.
1: That's right. Anyway.
0: Wow. Well, we're back.
1: We're back, everybody. Thank you. We're doing something a little bit different today. Yeah.
0: It's still found footage month. Don't, 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 don't get your cakes twisted. It's still found footage month, but we're doing something a little bit different. We're talking about a movie that none of you have seen.
1: Right. Well, maybe people have.
0: Well, some of you have seen. People are seeing the movie. It did
1: a festival circuit.
0: There we go. But it technically comes out in theaters like tomorrow as of the listening date of this.
1: Yeah. February 9th. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movie called... Uh, the Outwaters. My brain keeps calling it the Outlanders, which, of course, is the Children of the Corn found footage film. Outlanders. No, I'm <laughs> I was sorry so to get excited you excited for one second. Yeah. No, because you remember Malachi the Outlander. Outlander. We have your woman.
0: God, it's so good.
1: Yeah. Anyway, no, but it's the Outwaters, and it's making a bit of a buzz. Hmm. Interesting film. (laughs) I'll tell you now up front, people who are listening. Please do. If you want a movie with a straightforward narrative, keep looking.
0: Yes, this is not that movie.
1: If you want a movie that is something of, I suppose, an experience, a sensory experience, well, you can stop because then you found it. There you go. (sighs) I think...
0: I sense some tension in the room. I had a hard time with this one, is what I will say. And I don't want to have a hard time with it. And I'll tell you why. We got a, a gay director. Uh, we got a, a, a Lana Del Rey queen. Because <laughs> this movie is what? It's a, it's a gay, his brother, Lana, and her stylist go off into the Mojave Desert to film a music video. Lana Del Rey, the gay is best friends with Lana Del Rey, who is a music... Uh, she's an up-and-coming musician, and he's, got, and he's a videographer, so he's going to make her a music video. And she is uh, grieving her the loss of her mother, and she's very excited to connect with her mother by filming a music video in the Mojave Desert. And they go on a little camping trip. The first half is sort of... Were the films assembled by what of three, three SD cards that were recovered?
1: Right. Supposedly, these four people went missing in two thousand seventeen.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: their footage was found on SD cards, twenty twenty two. Here are the unedited SD cards.
0: Yes. This is
1: how time is marked. Like a lot of found footage, will do like paranormal activity, like night one,
0: night mm-hmm.
1: two, and this. Those sections are kind of demarcated by card two card three
0: yeah it's an act one act two act three right and you know the beginning of the film you get a very disturbing uh before we even hear see any of the footage you get a very disturbing phone call to the to 911 um and you hear crazy shit you don't know what's happening it's uh, there's echoey voices it's upsetting you see pictures of the people that have gone missing and their names and oh they're gone and then, and then you start watching the cards. The first two cards out of the three cards that you watch are essentially like the Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. But in the Mojave, it's like, here's some people and they have tents and they are walking and they are enjoying banter and each other's company until they start to get stressed out. And now shit is weird on the final, in the final act, things get wackadoodle.
1: The first night they spend in the tents, and you can hear noises and stuff outside. It immediately triggered my Blair Witch trauma.
0: Oh, oh, absolutely,
1: <laughs> immediately,
0: absolutely. I mean, I, I, all I need it. I, I immediately think of, you know, Ellie Kedward pushing over trees, and then children screaming and crying and laughing, and I get upset. <laughs> uh, and then the third act, shit starts getting weird, and then it gets so weird, and then. The majority of the third act of the film is either... Well, the whole film is really filmed in extreme close-up, all the way through. And then the third act, it's, it alternates between extreme close-up and, a, and whatever you can see through a pin light. And then stuff gets bonkers.
1: Absolutely bonkers. Really gross. Like, there's a lot of gore in this movie.
0: Yeah, not until the end, though, really.
1: Yeah, it plays like your typical found footage movie setup. First of all going into it before you hit play and you realize it's an hour and 50 minutes and you say, "Ugh." For
0: mm-hmm.
1: a found footage movie. For any uh-huh. movie.
0: Yeah, why?
1: Horror movie. Uh and it's a 45 minutes of setup of just them mostly <clears throat> Robbie, who's the the main character, the yes. videographer. Um him pointing the camera at his friends and there i like them all it's very it's a oh, yeah. natural feeling set up and all of that but you say to yourself i've seen this yes so other you know variations on this with other people and you then you say to yourself am i too jaded i don't know should i just let this go and then the next thing you know the fog starts rolling in you've been on the air for eight hours <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a long setup that, quite frankly, I love a setup. I love a slow burn and everything. It will probably test your patience. It was testing my patience. I'll say that.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, and then one night, all of a sudden, someone is, you can't see it, but you can hear it. Someone is murdering the cast. It happens very quickly. And then the final hour of this movie is Robbie alone with a penlight and a camera. Yeah. And it's such a tonal shift. It turns into found footage, art house, cosmic, body horror. hmm If you get if you're the type who gets motion sick at found footage, this will probably make you sick. It's very frenetic camera oh, work yeah. at a time. Yeah. Um it did so much that I like this movie. Hmm. I, the cinematography, I think, is fantastic.
0: That's I, I'll absolutely give it that. I it did things with camera, camera work, and I found footage that I've never seen, and it like wanted to go experimental. And you can see, like, as a filmmaker, I mean, the the character Robbie is also played by the director Robbie Banfich, but like you can see him uh anytime he's filming a scene it's not just enough to because he's a videographer it's not just enough to just point the camera he's like as they're driving he's holding the camera upside down and you're seeing the trees pass upside down and it's like really jarring and beautiful
1: Mm -hmm. the sound design is incredible in this movie Mm -hmm. um i loved the sound design which is also Robbie Banfitch also did that. He did, like, wore every hat on this. I'm surprised he didn't just wear wigs and play all the characters. (laughs) (laughs) Because he did everything. He did the editing, cinematography, sound design, special effects, writing, directing. He just did it all. This is really.
0: That's pretty admirable.
1: Yeah. So, aesthetically, it did a lot that I like, but I need, personally, I need a narrative.
0: I'm the same way.
1: Like, I'm not a cosmic horror girl. I just kind of, I check out if there's nothing actually happening. It's just like the images wash over me and I might say like, oh, that's cool. But there's nothing to hook me or like keep me engaged, I guess. Yeah. And so that I think for me, that's what happened with this movie. Because it literally is like the last hour is just time loops and reality loops and it gets really trippy and there's something I admire about that and I definitely admired the way it was made and all of that but Mm -hmm. but I I call me simple if you will I like a story
0: yeah yeah I I think I need I need something to I need something to unify all the insanity that I'm watching so I so I don't feel trapped in the abyss (laughs) and i think maybe that's the point because this it's definitely like he kind of gets stuck like there's a part that's really that there was a i mean yes there were parts that i really liked and there were things that i um were really unique and then there were things that were just downright creepy Mm -hmm. so like i mean yeah like you were saying you know first night in the tent they start hearing shit there's like you never know if these are gunshots it's really loud this horrible sound there's weird lights that you don't know if it's just a flashlight or if it's like like a tesla spacex launch like i saw out in the (laughs) desert one day when i was on mushrooms and i was like the aliens are coming but like (laughs) you don't know what it is and then you know like at some points they see like a a restricted area sign so like maybe there's an area 51 something happening there's a hot rock just weird things start happening but there's a sequence where he sees a silhouette with an axe (laughs) And it's very upsetting. Also, spoiler alerts, people. This movie hasn't come out yet, so don't don't keep listening if you want to be uh, infreshened by this film. So, so, like, but then when this character just, like, runs after him and hits him with an axe, and then he's just walking around with a head wound, bleeding from his head, and then the whole movie after that is filmed by someone with a bleeding head wound, but then he's, like, stuck in some kind of dimensional time rift thing, and all of his friends are stuck in a time rift thing. And then there's worm beasts that are made out of their skin <laughs> and screaming. Like it just, it gets so bonkers that I, there were moments where I felt like I was watching like a found footage version of like Ryan Tricartan's IB area video or something. Like it was, it reminded me of the shades of art school and shades of, well, maybe, maybe I'm stoned in editing and I don't have a story <laughs> as much as I filmed some interesting footage. But, yeah, I didn't know. In the end, I didn't know what to do with it because I just really did want something to unify it all. And, like, it's not that I need to be told what is going on, but I I just need something more to follow, I guess.
1: Right. It's very open to interpretation as to, like, what's going on. And maybe it's just, you know, weird. You know, like, there's been a series of earthquakes. We see fault lines, like... Did it split open the earth and I don't know. Is it a hell mouth kind of situation? Is it the, it's, you know, the desert. And so is it aliens? Is it just the desert? I mean, the desert. I love the desert. I'm terrified of the desert. I don't think anybody can be in the desert for any the uh, length of time really beyond a couple of days and come out of it normal like you go in and you're heidi fleiss hollywood madam you come out and you're heidi fleiss surrounded by parrots
0: Yeah, bird woman <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. you know what i mean like and so i get that like weird shit happens out there uh orally like the sound you can't tell like where sounds are coming from it's just even if it was just a thunderstorm, those gunshot noises—like they they assumed it was a thunderstorm—I wouldn't want to be in the desert in a fucking thunderstorm with a like metal tent poles near me. Like it's all oh, terrifying. Oh yeah, no, it's all terrifying. But it just is like the whole cast essentially, like three quarters of the cast is wiped out in an instant, rather than you know, oh, there's some adversity that they all have to face, like a like a more conventional narrative. And so it's just his journey through surreality and then it just ends yeah and so i just i need something a little more to sink my teeth into i guess in terms of i can't come up with theories if there's nothing really there
0: well okay so this you saw skinnamarink i did and we were talking about that you had a you had a different experience than a lot of people on film Twitter, I think with that movie.
1: I hated that movie yeah
0: <laughs> Stacy called it her nemesis
1: yeah <laughs> I really didn't like it
0: and and we were talking about that about what it is to have like sort of a non narrative mm, thing and as you said you know we were we kind of then started talking about David Lynch films and how like even with Lynch films, I mean there can be you know um is it Bonnie Abrams? Is that her name? The nun who's also the time monster man, the dumpster the trash man in Mulholland and Drive. But like you can have shit like that and like the blue box and the key and and um and the incredible queen singing girondo and like you can have all these just random things but there is a current of it like, like an unconscious narrative that kind of still unifies everything and versus like some things that are just like deliberately non-narrative or deliberately obtuse it's it's different it's harder to work your way through it
1: i don't know if it's just a matter of of experience and skill that you have like like david lynch or you look at a movie like persona
0: yes three women
1: three women where it's like this is a dream state kind of thing but somewhere underneath there's still storytelling yes there, David Lynch isn't going to explain any of his movies, and people are going to interpret them differently. And it's not A to B. Like I'm not saying I want to be spoon fed by any stretch of the means. No. But but there has to be some kind of structure in there somewhere to stand on. Yeah. It can't just be a series of images. It's like it's it's one thing to watch the videotape in the ring as part of the greater narrative or all of that. But if it's just two hours of that.
0: Oh, just the videotape. Of
1: just the videotape. A Skin of imagine that, except every shot is uninteresting and every shot is 15 minutes long. We're <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God, I did not like Skinner. a A lot of people love it. A lot of people, people love if, it. If these movies do somehow grab you and you totally submit and find yourself immersed in the world of the movie you're gonna come out of it completely different than you're gonna love it yeah you know um this one is more structured than skin and Merrick, that's for sure
0: i would see i was like i was like if i'm having a rough time with this i can never watch skin and <laughs> i'm so curious
1: right i you know you should probably check it out like i said I'm, who knows maybe you'll love it a lot of people love it
0: i just don't see a world where that's possible yeah but I don't know, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's a challenge, <laughs> that kind of filmmaking for Yeah, me, It's yeah. a challenge. But you're right. There is a lot. I mean, there's still a lot happening and a lot going on. And there, I'm sh- there's certainly clues in this film. There's moments of, uh, I, I always appreciate, and I think part of this is a gay director, there's moments of tenderness and um, there's poignant things, even in the insanity uh i really love that he cast his mother as his mother yeah <laughs> and she's the sweet perfect angel queen <laughs> <laughs> i love i love the queens that go along on the trip um i was invested in the relationships i think but yeah i, I wanted i think i think out of that interest in their relationships i want just a little bit more about well, what happened to them But maybe, I mean, maybe that's part of life. We'll never know what happens sometimes in things like these. And perhaps that makes this a successful film where people are just left with this footage and have no idea what to make of it. But for me, it was more of a challenge.
1: Yeah, I think that's, you know, they don't go looking for, they're not going to a haunted, uh, oh, an abandoned hospital that has ghosts. Like they're not, it's not that kind of found footage. They're not that kind of group. They're just doing their thing wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, I've never I mean there's I've never seen a found footage movie like this one. Mhm. There's it's incredibly unique in that regard. Yeah. Um, apparently I read that on the home release of this like we said it's in theaters on February 9th and then it's going to be on Screambox, which is apparently the bloody disgusting. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, it'll be on there. I guess there's going to be some kind of a home release uh, that has short films on it. There's one called Card Zero, which is a queer romance prequel. Oh! And then a, another one called File VL-624, which is some kind of an epilogue. So I wonder if the whole package will be more satisfying. Oh,
0: well, now I want to check that out. I want
1: now I'm interested in those for God sure. God
0: damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was so much more mad at this movie and the experience of watching it. And then it's funny hearing you and Jason and your takes on it where you're a little bit more forgiving. And now I'm like, God damn it, do I want to go back? And now that I know that there's those videos or shorts with it.
1: Right. It might be interesting to see all of them together in succession.
0: Well, and this is so this is me being a shitty um, person, a shitty, you know, also person that works in. I don't know, telling stories or whatever. Like, there's I and seeing a, something coming from a queer director, like immediately in the film when the movie starts out, and there's like some sweet music playing, and you see a guy giving another guy birthday presents. Oh yeah, I thought they were a couple. Yeah, and I knew that Robbie Joe Banfitch is gay, and so I was like, I was really excited. I was like, this is a first for found footage, as far as I know. I was like, I'm gonna see a gay couple they're like a loving couple and they're gonna they're gonna die horribly i can't wait and then and then i realized oh no it's his brother but i still think the way that he filmed the brother it felt like he was kind of in love with him and and then so the whole movie i was just like i was being the shitty viewer putting my projections of what i wanted in the film where i'm like but if they if he had just changed it so they were because I don't know that they need to be brothers except for you know there's a the mom kind of misses the other brother her other son and that's a that's a little side plot but like beyond that I was like but what if they were dating <laughs> and and also not brothers but like what if they were together that I would have I would I want that in a film because so far all I've gotten in terms of gayna like you kind of I guess I don't even know that his is his character out in this film?
1: There's really no sexuality in this film.
0: No. No. Yeah. It, it, but So, like, really the only queerness I've seen in a found footage movie that I can think I'm probably forgetting and erasing a ton of films, but I can only think of my poor perfect final boy Gary in Horror in the High Desert. Mm-hmm. Which to me, like, just that depiction was so massive and like such a game changer that I just want more of that. So that's that's my my wants that have nothing to do with the film or what this filmmaker has done
1: (laughs) right yeah I guess I didn't I mean immediately I was like are they gay yeah (laughs) I mean I say that about as soon as two people come on the screen I'm like are they gay But (laughs) but I also had that same and then when he's like oh yeah mom this is dad's backpack or dad's bandana on the backpack i was like oh man yeah okay. but I, but then i immediately put it aside but i think i was surprised i guess i guess knowing that robbie bamfitch is gay i guess i was looking for while i was watching it there was also the small amount of my brain that was reserved for looking for queer coding yes queer content something and so i guess i was surprised that it didn't really veer into that territory so don't worry homophobes you won't you'll you might still like this movie
0: <laughs> well unless you get triggered by a gay in his lana or a gay in his makeup stylist a hometown best friend
1: <laughs> yeah i loved her
0: she was great She was great that's i think that's it though is i just i wanted i want i really wanted more time with those girls too and and also like i don't know like she's a bigger queen like you i haven't seen that in found footage
1: like or like any horror movies any horror right.
0: movie like and she's like vivacious and v- argues with him and is good at what she does i just like it was really nice to see that so i really like when i think back on the movie i think fondly of her and and i think the worm beasts cuz i did not know what was up with the screaming worm <laughs> beast
1: i liked those five judgmental burrows that kept showing up
0: listen was that not spectacular donkey acting
1: it really was (laughs) i felt judged as a viewer
0: (laughs) at one point i was like it's the donkeys isn't it (laughs) they're behind it all yeah yeah
1: so it's it's uh it's very open-ended i guarantee you haven't seen any found footage like this movie yes um i will you fall under its spell and like people are really into this movie it's getting rave reviews that's great i just don't think it's my kind of thing yeah but i do appreciate the filmmaking behind it a lot and would love to see more from this director because it's really technically it's fantastic i think
0: yes yeah i agree with you
1: sound design that's where you get me
0: i love a i love a jack of all trades too oh yeah and someone that's gonna do it all and you're and you're gay <laughs> good job right and you like women <laughs> like thank you <laughs>
1: yeah. no now i really want to see those shorts i want to see the shorts i really do i wish it had i wish the front half was a little more expedient in getting us somewhere and i wish there was uh a little more bones on the back half i guess
0: yes i fully agree listen i'm excited for indie horror as much as i as much as i just dis- actively despised terrifier 2 when <laughs> i took a chance on it uh it's pretty massive that movies like that and this are and skin and are making huge waves yes in the era of megan like <laughs> where the choices are megan or uh which i I still haven't seen and i am excited to see it but when it's that or some massive big budget thing
1: it's that or james wan
0: yeah it's pretty wicked that these movies are like really getting word of mouth and really getting seen because i think that's the that horror is maybe the only place where indies can survive right now <laughs> Which is terrifying, but also like, okay, well done horror fans. This actually is the one time that the fact that horror fans love and will go to anything is really paying off in a great way. Yes.
1: Just, I mean, like, yeah, during Skinner Marink, I wanted to get up and punch the screen, but <laughs> the idea that I was seeing it in a theater... <laughs> Is why, like, like, we, all our theaters closed down. There's, like, one movie theater in here now.
0: That's why I'm just imagining you destroying the one remaining movie theater screen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like that movie. Even in our little, and I don't know how many screens it is here, five or six, I think. Um, But the idea that Skinner Rink was even playing. Yeah. Pretty incredible. And I wonder if Al Waters is going to be there. Maybe.
0: Yeah, that's pretty massive. Especially, especially given our de- Are now dependents on streaming and the fact that movies come out, if they do come out for even a week, they're immediately on video on demand or already streaming at the same time or right after. So it's pretty big.
1: And not every, I'm not, just because I love horror doesn't mean I'm going to like every horror movie and not every horror movie, like horror we've said it before a million times is like, is a huge umbrella under which there are so many permutations. Yes. And so I will get excited for the James Wan movie to be in the theater, even though I'm not going to go see it. Yes. or, Or whatever, you know, I think it's great. Because somebody out there, it's their favorite horror movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then it will lead to more people being like, oh, yeah, let's take chances on this horror film. And also let's give it a theatrical release. Mm -hmm. And movies, but people, and I know so many of our listeners, you probably watch movies alone at home. Most of us. But like films are made to be seen with other people. Like I think back to when I saw the Blair Witch Project for the first time. Or, or I'm actually, it's funny because it overlaps. There's the overlap is purely coincidental, but like I'm doing a found footage course right now at Movie Madness every Wednesday. And we watched Blair Witch on this last Wednesday. And even watching it with just 18 people in our little mini plex, like, well, one, I was grateful they were there because that's the one movie I can never watch alone, as I've said before. But also just getting to experience it with with people that had also never seen it. And then getting to hear their take on it. Like, that's just something that you just- don't get these things are meant to be communal so like these and also just out of respect for the filmmakers like look at ryan johnson he made glass onion and it was that netflix put it in theaters for a week and as far and he's like is my movie gonna get a physical release (laughs) i don't know
1: i don't know i get it that people don't want it like you know you look at the the economics of it and people are like well i could just watch this at home on my hundred thousand inch tv I don't know. And every time I've been to the movies since the pandemic has started, I think the most people I've ever seen in the theater, it was like five of us all together. Wow. It's just, and granted, I'm going during the day because I want to avoid the crowds, but also like, I don't even know if there are crowds at night. I don't know what it's like. And it's just, it's too bad because seeing a horror movie with a crowd of people can be just one of the most joyous experiences.
0: Oh my God one of my best experiences ever was pieces with a full house everyone was drunk
1: yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) like everyone had the best it was a roller coaster
1: yeah whether you're all scared together or you're all or or it's raucous it depends on the movie but it's like it can just be an incredible experience and yeah so i don't know would that have uh nothing would have changed my mind about skinnamaric but
0: (laughs) but it can make a movie better yeah Absolutely. Or, yeah, and it can... Yes, yes. It can make a movie better. It can also trick you into thinking it was a good movie <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm, <laughs> when you go back and watch it by yourself and you go, What the hell was I thinking? Yeah, Because because being around other people, it's infectious. You can sense that somebody else was scared. You get the willies. Somebody else laughs. You laugh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We are, we are herd animals.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: So it's... I don't know I maybe I'm a, on my on my rocking chair screaming at everybody in the yard but these things need to be seen with other people on giant screens not just your tv yeah I fully understand if that's all you can do and I support that but we also need the other thing right <laughs> and last thing I'll say thinking about this I'm realizing both Outwaters and Skin of are by queer directors so well done that's nice Go gays! Stacy. with all of that said, are you ready to step into the Great Value Pyramid?
1: I am! Ah! Great Value Pyramid. Do you want to explain it?
0: Yeah, I'll try again. Uh, Great Value Pyramid is a game in which we have assembled a pyramid of six categories in ascending order. You have three on the bottom, two in the middle, and one on top. We give the other person clues. We have already created the categories, but we don't have the clues ready to go. So both of us are doing the work. We give the other person clues without actually naming the thing itself. We present a list of clues. And the other person has to guess, within 60 seconds, all of the things that we are uh, uh, alluding to.
1: Is it ever going to happen?
0: I don't know how it's possible. I really don't.
1: (laughs) But we'll keep trying.
0: We'll keep trying.
1: Well, okay. I think, I don't know. Who asked first?
0: I asked you first last time.
1: Oh, so I ask you now. No! Oh, God! Okay. Okay, yeah. So it's like, yeah, six topics. I have to give you examples of the topic. You tell me the topic. I can pass. If you're struggling, I can pass and come back to it. But you have 60 seconds to make it to the top of the pyramid. Oh, my God. Are you ready?
0: Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes.
1: Your time starts... Now, oh, fuck, okay. um... A dollhouse.
0: Things that... Amityville. Haunted things in Amityville.
1: Um, uh, sure. Dig, dig, dig. Okay! <laughs> um, Because you were in a tanning bed accident and your head looks like a cantaloupe. Um, because you are... Um... Maybe you're a crazy psychiatrist who uh, Reasons
0: reasons reasons you become a killer.
1: Um triggering events. Why be, why because you want to want everybody to think that you are someone else? Um,
0: um uh, because a uh, pass. Reasons uh, you have a double identity.
1: Uh pass. Uh you do. This place has a death curse on it. I'm a messenger of God. The
0: things Harbinger say.
1: Um, your doom. doomed.
0: Uh, w- this
1: place has a death curse on Warnings
0: said by characters. Uh, oh. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no!
1: Now, those two that you didn't get, do I bring them back? Or do I tell you what they are? I guess I tell you what they are, right? Or you but, can bring them back. But I'll probably come up with the same examples. Uh, okay, oh, right. The first one was why you wear a wig.
0: Oh! <laughs> oh, I should have listened harder.
1: <laughs> and the other one was you were almost there. It was things Crazy Ralph might say. It was specific to Crazy Specifically Ralph.
0: Specifically Crazy Ralph, not just a Harbinger in general.
1: Right. Oh,
0: that's good.
1: So you got one. I only got one? You only got one. That whole time? Yeah. Time is it goes very quickly oh my god was very quickly and oh i don't know god. when to pass and you know and then it's like we're on to the new and also i'm bad at this and... <laughs> so,
0: we're learning as we go but it is fun and stressful it's
1: really stressful <laughs> i was like why would somebody wear a wig and of course Rhonda johnson from killer workout immediately i thought of but what are other reasons why like she had a very good reason to hide her uh, cantaloupe scar
0: yeah Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway. <laughs> Very good reason. Yeah. Not a good business plan. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then I was like, is Michael? And then then my brain starts going like, was Michael Caine actually trans and dressed to kill, I don't know. Was, it, was that even Michael Caine uh, Who was it? Why was he wearing this? Then,
0: I love looking at the clues and you forget everything.
1: Immediately forget
0: everything you <laughs> ever
1: know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got the first one. It was cursed items, cursed object. It wasn't necessarily Amityville specific, but it was cursed items.
0: So. See, this is we can aff- we can afford. A, we can uh, we have room for a little interpretation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
1: Unless it's uh, unless it's involving sitting on cakes, no interpretation.
0: <laughs> Not happening. The answer is no. Not happening. Okay. Okay. Stacy, are you ready? I think so. Okay. Oh, why I'm sweating harder now than I was <laughs> when I was in the pyramid. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, okay. Alright. You all set on I'm ready. three, two, one. Alright, um it's uh um uh, uh I shot him six times! Uh he had the darkest eyes.
1: Uh I think it's Dr. Lucas eyes. Says.
0: Yes, uh um Mandy, Wicker Man. Drive Angry. Uh,
1: Nicholas Cage Movies.
0: Yes! Uh, 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 Buffalo Bill's Basement. Um.
1: Places uh, where there are dogs.
0: Angela Vidal with the Medeiros Girl. Um. Uh, the, the, the the Labyrinth Maze in Atrocious. Um.
1: Places where, uh, um, people
0: are, well. Um. Uh, Clarice in the Basement. Uh, Angela. Night Vision scenes! Yes! 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 Okay, uh, uh Pinhead, um uh, Leprechaun, Critters, uh oh, mm-hmm. Jason. Mm-hmm. Jason. Jason, Jason X, Pinhead. No. 2001 movies, Leprechaun, no. Critters. Leprechaun.
1: Stupid fucking movies.
0: Uh okay, pass. Uh uh Hand of Glory on Fire. Uh oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh, oh. Are you sure that last one wasn't stupid fucking movies
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said yeah. stupid fucking movies <laughs> <laughs> wait you did get the last one right
1: no I missed two
0: I passed it
1: oh you passed it yeah
0: Oh my god, I literally like that was 5 seconds ago and I have already forgotten out of pure stress what you even said.
1: I think I got 3 maybe.
0: You got you got the Two. first you got you got exactly the categories too. Things Dr. Luma says, Nick Cage horror movies and night vision sequences. <gasps> Very well done. Uh the last category was this time there in space.
1: Oh. Did you did you say Leprechaun 4?
0: I didn't say, the only one that I said the actual title was Jason X.
1: Right, yeah, because <laughs> Pinhead, Leprechaun, Jason X.
0: <laughs> What's the of, like, stupid fucking movies? I don't know. Still... <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, that also counts. Right, yeah. <laughs> so oh, you, okay. You could have won.
1: Franchises that have gone to space.
0: Yes, franchises in space. I
1: see.
0: Very good effort, though.
1: (sighs) It raises my temperature. (laughs) See, this is the thing. I'm like,
0: do we have to expand our time?
1: No. Or do
0: we, we, we just one day we will get so...
1: We'll get good.
0: We'll get so good that like we'll both be so good at clues and we'll both be so good at category answers.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, if they can do it on the show in 60 seconds, we should be able to do it here.
0: Listen, everybody. This is just our like Clarice Starling FBI training sequence. This is us preparing for when we actually go on a hundred thousand dollar pyramid. That's right. We will. We will have evolved over the course of this show. We will evolve until we reach that. What was her name?
1: Teresa Ganzel.
0: Teresa Ganzel level. Like we are rope. We're climbing up the rope. We're running past the signs. We are loving it, and then we get the hundred thousand dollars
1: sweat stains everywhere oh yeah you know
0: and then we have to go in an elevator with really tall men
1: in red mm-hmm. shirts <laughs> love sounds limbs
0: oh my god <laughs> it's
1: so good <laughs> well so uh go see this for yourself form your own opinion okay it comes out on the ninth in theaters and then it'll be on screen box at the end of the month yes why don't we have a streaming service <gasps> Our streaming service will be lit.
0: Oh, we could call it Gay Eyes. Mm. It needs a better title, but it'd <laughs> be really good. Could you imagine? We curate film. We cu- we curate. Films. Yeah, we curate. We films. curate. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, or like, why does not like movie or something like give us a slot? Yeah! Someone pick us! You hear that
1: movie? Yeah! Gee, I don't know. Because maybe they tuned into your show and you spent 10 minutes talking about people (laughs) sitting on cakes. No time talking about movies. (laughs) Maybe that's why. (laughs) You know what?
0: Whatever. That's why we don't.
1: That's why. Yeah.
0: That's absolutely why. Whatever,
1: I'll run my streaming service from my lighthouse. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's a live stream of whatever I'm watching.
0: Is it just a camera pointed at your TV? Yes, this is me holding my phone. But the whole time you're talking about cake sitting.
1: Yes, I'm still <laughs> I'm just, just loud. I'm muttering. Absolutely muttering. <laughs> Why would anybody sit on a cake when you can just eat it? <laughs> eat it and jerk off. <sighs> That's my advice to everybody. Eat it and jerk off. Okay, we'll be back next week <laughs> for more foul footage. com. Thank you. Ha 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 ha!